0: Welcome back to the Detroit Sports Betters podcast and happy holidays, everyone. I am Matt Wallace from Detroit Sports Betters, and we now head into week 16 of the NFL season. Week 15 was a great week for all of us finishing three in one overall. Or 4-1 overall, depending if you went with that Bengals pick that I talked about. Me, personally, I did end up taking the Bengals. I just wanted to wait on injury news, COVID news. Just so much stuff has been dropping. So I just wanted to wait uh, until kickoff for that one. But we knew the Bengals were the better team there. But on the year now. Detroit Sports Betters is 47-27, and hitting back in that mid-range 60%, which is great. That's where we want to hang out. That is where we want to be. You know, earlier in the season, we were even in that 70% range, which is just insane. Came back down to earth for a couple weeks, and that's why I was so hyped about Week 15 to get a great bounce back and hit that 3-1 and overall. Um, In Week 16, though, we need to have the same strategy. Okay, we need to wait to take some of these spreads to take some of these over-unders just because of this COVID news that's going on right now. Too many key players are potentially due to miss. I mean, they might play, they might miss. Who the hell knows with what's going on with COVID in the NFL and with guys like Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey pending because of the COVID rules. You, you just can't take a spread with that. You just have to wait. You have to be patient. So at least for me, that's what I'm going to be doing going forward. But before we continue and talk week 16 picks and plays, have to shout out our newest prou- uh, proud partner in Prize Picks DFS. And I know a lot of people within the group have been seeing more and more of them on the DSV Facebook page. I've been tweeting about them on my personal Twitter, Konanis Picks, as well as the Detroit Sports Betters Twitter. Okay. And Price Fix DFS is a very unique style, kind of new DFS sports book where you do player point props, you combine them, whether it be two, three, all the way to five, and they have a variety of different payouts. Like if you do the five-pick player point prop and you lose one leg, you still double your money. And I believe they're actually running a promotion right now for Christmas that when you do that five-pick player point prop, and it's usually 10 to 1 odds, okay? So, you know, you can win some pretty good money. You put 100 down, you win, hit all of them, you win a grand, okay? Now, for Christmas, they're doing 20 to 1 odds. So you definitely want to try and take advantage of that. They have a lot of promotions going on with discount, discounted point props as well. They'll do like a 20% discount with the taco, whatever it may be. But again, you can only get this stuff if you sign up with that code DSB. And when you sign up with that code DSB, you actually get a 100% money match up to $100. Okay? Again, that's code DSB when you sign up and just get in on the action it's going to be a ton of fun throughout christmas you know we got nba on christmas we got nfl on christmas and i really can't recommend prize picks enough your money does go way further because again if you do a five pick player point prop and you hit four legs instead of five you know most you would just be dead your money's gone this brand prize picks you're going to double your money if you hit three out of five you still get some money back as well. So, again, your money does go way further with Prize Picks DFS. Okay, so check them out this holiday season. And Real quick, I just wanted to shout out a lot of people within the community once again, because my personal brand is Serenity Medical CBD. You know, I put a lot of work in with, you know, Detroit Sports Betters with Serenity Medical CBD. I do hand deliveries to all of our customers and a lot of people within the Detroit Sports Betters community have been buying for, from Serenity Medical CBD and my company. And I just want to say how much I do appreciate you guys because you know being a small business owner, and I'm sure a lot of people in the community are small business owners. And it really does go a long way. And if you're looking to try CBD for the first time for, for the first time, or you know, it's something you've been thinking about for stress, anxiety, whatever, I can't recommend my brand enough. You know, I do make everything from scratch handmade. Uh, I hired a pharmacist to do this with me. So again, don't want to rant about this too much, but I think it's a great thing to try this holiday season if you are interested in cannabis or the powers of CBD. Okay. And then you can always feel free to DM me about it as well. Okay, but let's get into some Week 16 picks and plays. That is what we are all here for. And this week is going to be a little bit different because we have Thursday Night Football and then we do have Christmas Day Football. And although those might not be my picks typically, I want to go over them and let you know where my head is at. And we are going to start with Thursday Night Football and that is the San Francisco 49ers going against the Tennessee Titans. Okay, right now that is a minus three spread for the San Francisco 49ers. And that is exactly where I'm going in this one. And this is because the San Francisco 49ers are five and one against the spread over their last six games. And they have scored an average of 29.2 points per game. And in that process, they are also second in the NFL in yards per play. Okay. And the Tennessee Titans do have a stingy defense. They are very solid, but a lot of this just comes down to that offense. You know, since they lost Derrick Henry, Julio Jones is hurt once again. Yes, A.J. Brown is due back, and honestly, he's on a lot of my fantasy teams, and I just feel very uncomfortable about it, and it sucks because I just don't know how much he's going to play. You know, the Titans desperately need him, but once activated off IR – what type of shape are you in? Like, what's your body going to, how's your body going to respond? You know what I mean? So again, this offense has averaged uh, the past four games has averaged 14.8 points per game. They desperately needed to beat the Steelers last week and the Steelers are just trash. You know, we've talked about them all, all season long. And now you're going against a team who is really cl- clicking with Devo Samuel, George Kittle, Jimmy Garoppolo over the last eight games has been quietly having, you know, a great second half of the season. He has over 2,000 yards passing, 12 touchdowns, and four interceptions, okay? And, again, I just think these two teams are trending in different directions. The 49ers have more playmakers on defense. Maybe I'd give the edge to the Titans an overall defense, but the 49ers, again, have too many playmakers, able to run the football a lot better. And, man, and I'm not saying – overall able to run the football a lot better with Derek Henry, like, not many compete with the Titans, if anyone. Right now, the 49ers, it's just like it doesn't matter who they put in almost. You know, Jeff Wilson had a day last week. Every running back just can come in and play within this system. And you got to shout them out. And having a player like Debo Samuel, who's like a Swiss Army knife, he can do so many different things. And he really benefits George Kittle as well, who has also been coming on. So, again, I think just too many weapons – for the San Francisco 49ers going against the Tennessee Titans. I will be on the 49ers this Thursday. Moving on to the Christmas Day games, okay, we're going to start off with the Cleveland Browns going against the Green Bay Packers. Right now, this is a seven and a half spread. And personally, for me, I'm going to be on the Cleveland Browns and I'm actually going to wait for this spread because I think it's going to get higher. And this is just one guys that there's not a ton of science behind it. I think this is a letdown spot for the green Bay Packers. And honestly, I thought last week was a letdown spot for the green Bay Packers. And I let all the the Twitter chitter chatter and everything just get in my head because when that line first came out, it was a plus four and a half Ravens. And I swear to God, I looked at that plus four and a half Ravens and I was like, damn, that's one of my favorite plays on the slate. And you guys know how I feel about the Ravens too. And that just shows how things are situational, you know, coming off highs, coming off lows, like must win games, whatever it may be. And then it shot up to like plus nine and stuff like that. And I was like, man, I just must've been way off base here. And, you know, don't get me wrong. It was a crazy comeback. But when I watched Tyler Huntley play, that kid can ball, and I honestly think he was he's going to be on a different team next year because he's very impressive how he led them in that comeback. You know, the Green Bay Packers have a solid defense, they have good edge rushers, they have good corners, good safeties, a little bit of everything. And for someone to come in like that, a second string quarterback, and almost lead the Ravens, you know, to victory with a I mean, kind of questionable two-point conversion. You know, I don't know. I would have probably preferred overtime if I was the coach there. But I'm not the coach. That's why I'm talking on a podcast, you know. So, again, though, I thought that was very impressive. And this game is very similar to that in in my eyes. Again, that's just one. There's not a lot of science behind it. I think the Cleveland Browns will come out and play hard in this game. This is do or die for them if they lose this game, which they probably will lose this game, you know. Um, Their season is essentially over and they have no chance of making the playoffs. So I would think they would go out on their sword here. I think Nick Chubb can definitely get it going. And this is one that the public is going to be so heavy on the Packers. I would imagine that I feel more comfortable being on the other side. And I feel more comfortable being with the Browns here. And I get it. Baker Mayfield is, pretty trash. But there are some bright spots. You know, this does have a very the Browns have a very good defense that could keep them in this game by themselves. You know, Donovan Peoples Jones has been playing solid. Nick Chubb is back and starting to get his feet under him. Jarvis Landry, you know. So again, I do think there are some Tiny bright spots with this Browns team. But again, sometimes the best picks, there are no science behind it and you're essentially going off field. And that's kind of what I'm doing here. So I'm gonna be on the Browns plus seven and a half. Moving on to the second Christmas Day game, and that is going to be the Indianapolis Colts going against the Arizona Cardinals. And man, this is a very tough one for me because both of them have different scenarios that I like to side with. And currently majority of the bets are coming on with the Indianapolis Colts as well as the majority of the money. And again, I go back and forth on this game because the Arizona Cardinals have now lost two in a row. Obviously, Very embarrassing to lose to the Detroit Lions in the fashion that they did. But they are losing some key players, too. Like uh, DeAndre Hopkins is on the IR. And the only way that he would be back potentially would be for the NFC Championship or the Super Bowl. And, you know, the J.J. Watt loss and things like that. And then Kyler Murray doesn't really look the same with that ankle. So this is one of those spots where it's like, man, the Arizona Cardinals really, really need this game but the Lions were rushing all over them last week. So again, this is going to be one that I personally probably will not be betting, but I think the Colts have been running too hot I would be with the Colts plus one here, just because too, this is still a very important game for the Indianapolis Colts. They're trying to catch the Tennessee Titans and take over that division. And right now, Arizona is trying to figure it out. And after giving up that many yards to the Detroit lions on the ground, giving up that many points to the Detroit lions, this Indianapolis Colts team averages around 27, 28 points per game. And they have one of the better defenses in the entire league, you know, um, I don't know. Once again, I go back and forth on it. I could see scenarios where both teams win. But of course, I'd like to give you guys my picks for the primetime games. This is one that I personally, again, will not be siding with. But just wanted to just wanted to give it out there in case you guys wanted an opinion. But moving on to the games that I actually do like now. And we are starting off with the Buffalo Bills going against the New England Patriots. Right now, this is a 2.0 five or two and a half I don't know why I said it like that two and a half point spread for the New England Patriots and that is exactly where I'm going in this one and this is opposite of my Bills pick last time and I think I just saw all that I needed to see with the Buffalo Bills last time they faced off against the Patriots because right now the Patriots are seven and one against the spread in their last eight games and the bills are three and five against the spread over their last eight so again trending in very different directions and when you're playing in new england you need to be able to run the football you need to be able to play very tough up front and the New England Patriots, that is just their style of football, okay? You know, we talked about this last week going into the Dome, into Indianapolis, and I didn't like that for New England, and it, it showed. You know, Mac Jones threw a couple of interceptions. They just didn't look like themselves. And I think this is a great bounce back spot for them to come back in New England, in Fox where Bill Belichick, you know, the best coach in football, one of his greatest strengths, is taking away your greatest strength. And that's going to be Josh Allen, and that's going to be Stefan Diggs. So I think he's really going to focus on that because, again, the Buffalo Bills, they just don't run the football. And here's the thing, too. With quarterback Mac Jones, yes, he only threw the ball like three times in that game in Buffalo, but that's all he needed to do. So in my eyes, I actually look at that as a benefit because there's a lot that the Bills haven't seen from Mac Jones. You know, there's going to be different plays. There's going to be new pass plays added to the offense. And Buffalo had to show New England more when they faced last time. So, again, I think the Patriots are just the better team here. They are better, you know. Against the run game, they're better against the pass game. So that is where I'm going to be siding in this one. I think New England's going to find a way to get this done at home and cover that minus two and a half spread against the Buffalo Bills. Moving on to the LA Chargers and the Houston Texans. And this is actually an over under bet. Another one that I like. We hit ours last week with the under. This time we are going over. 46 in the in the LA Chargers and the Houston Texans. Okay. And the Houston Texans defense gives up an average of 26.6 points per game this season, while the LA Chargers average giving up 26.4. Okay. And the difference here is obviously, you know, the LA Chargers offense extremely prolific, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler might not be playing. So if he's on your fantasy team, definitely monitor that. But this is an offense that produces 27 points per game. And the Houston Texans, on the other hand, average around 15. Okay. But to me, this isn't so much about the Texans. It's more so about how bad this Chargers defense actually is. And it's almost like low key because their offense is always scoring so many points, but the Chargers have given up at least 21 points or more to the Giants, Steelers, Broncos and Browns, all teams that average 21 points or less this season. OK, so the way that I look at this or I see this game going is I see the Chargers scoring around 27, 30 points. OK, I don't think that's going to be much of an issue here. They have been really kind of hitting on all cylinders. Uh, Justin Herbert and Mike Williams or um, Jadarius Guyton, Guy- something like that they're good for that one big play. Okay. That's going to be a quick strike drive that generally helps to push that over. All right. Do I think the Texans can hit 17 or 20 potentially on the chargers? Yeah, I actually do because I think one time this entire season, the chargers have held someone under 20 points and that was against the Washington football team. I believe week one, if my memory serves me right. So again, this more so comes down to how bad that Chargers defense is in comparison to how bad that that Houston Texans offense is. Brandon Cooks is one of those guys who, you know, he's been sneaky. You've I'm sure you've gone against him in fantasy, and he's able still to produce those big plays down the field. I think maybe he could get one or two here. You know, this Chargers defense, again, is very susceptible. The worst hands down in terms of rushing defense in the entire league. So, again, I like the over 46 in this one. Moving on, we have the L.A. Rams traveling on the road to go against the Minnesota Vikings. And I'm on the Rams minus two and a half in this one. And a lot of this just comes down to the Vikings, for one, how close they play every single opponent. You know, every single game you watch the Vikings, um, they're close. It's a one-score game. And if you're going to hang around for a length of time with the Rams like that, who have weapons like Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup. OBJ you know Higby should be back as well Darrell Henderson starting to get those guys who are out for COVID or injured whatever it may be and this Vikings pass defense is actually one of the worst in all of football and again now you're going against Cooper Cup, who has absolutely been dicing every single person he's played every single person he's played and I think again another week with Odell Beckham Jr. able to match a little more, I think it just really helps this Rams team to get going. Um, I, you know, Matt Stafford does have those games where it's just like, man, what the hell's going on there? But so does Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins could easily have a couple turnovers. I could easily see Aaron Donalds having a strip sack. The Rams getting that football, putting themselves in good position. And then to add to, you have Jalen Ramsey, who, if anyone can help to shut down Justin Jefferson, it's going to be Jalen Ramsey, who does a great job. You know, uh, last week he held DK Metcalf for two receptions uh, for, I believe, a total of 21 yards and seven targets. So again, just really good at helping to limit those top guys. And if you're limiting Justin Jefferson for the Minnesota Vikings, This team is in serious, serious trouble, especially because, I mean, on the other hand, too, you're trying to give the ball to Dalvin Cook. You're trying to get that play action game going. And when you have Aaron Donald sitting in the middle, the best run stuffer, maybe in the history of football, you know, it it can make for a long day for the Minnesota Vikings. And I do. I think they're going to have trouble keeping up here. Rams just have too many weapons. If you get the good Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup, OBJ, this one I think will go. It could be 10 points. That the Rams win by this one. I think they're finally starting to click, gel, get into playoff modes. So I do. I like the Rams minus two and a half in this one. And that is it for my picks and plays. One thing that I wanted to add in here, though, because this has not been dropped, is the Antonio Brown receiving yards prop. Okay. Chris Godwin, ACL, out for the year. AB thrives in the slot. Still, Maybe the best route runner in all of football, best hand, one of the best hands in all of football, one of the best toe tappers in all of football. Does he do stupid shit? Yes, he definitely does. But this is still one of the top wideouts in the NFL. And I think he's going to have a chance to shine in this game. Uh, I believe they face the Panthers. I believe that's correct, but again, you know, this Bucks team is definitely going to be looking for a bounce back. Uh, Mike Evans left last game as well, so they are going to be leaning on Antonio Brown pretty hard, and I do expect produce. Okay, so let's go over everything one last time. Um, Starting off with Thursday Night Football, we have the 49ers going against the Tennessee Titans. We will be on the 49ers minus three. Now for the Christmas Day game, starting off with the Cleveland Browns and the Green Bay Packers, we will be on the Browns plus seven and a half. Moving on to the Indianapolis Colts and the Arizona Cardinals. I personally will be fading this game, but if I went anywhere, it would be the Colts plus one. Moving on to the Buffalo Bills going to New England to face off against the Patriots. We'll be on the Patriots minus two and a half. Then with an over-under bet, we have the LA Chargers and the Houston Texans. We'll be on the over-46. Then we have the LA Rams facing off against the Minnesota Vikings. For that one, we will have the Rams minus two and a half. And lastly, a little bonus that I want you to keep out, uh, keep an eye out for will be that Antonio Brown receiving yards line, okay? I have not seen anything come out just yet, so keep an eye out for that one this Sunday, okay? And that is it for the Christmas edition of the Detroit Sports buyers Podcast. I hope everyone has a great holiday. I hope Santa brings you and your family every single thing that you wish for. And I hope we have a perfect week 16. Okay, well, happy holidays. As always, I appreciate you being a member of the Detroit Sports Fighters community. I am Matt Koalas, and I am out. Have a good one, everyone.